go to bed. But we're gonna get unblocked. Sometimes you see him out there and he's just fucking asleep. Get a pillow, get a blanket. No, not a fucking dirtbag. All right, you guys ready? Dude, ready, dude, I'm ready, man. I'm ready. Yo, what's going on, everyone? And welcome back to another episode of Go to Bed. I'm your co-host, Fiki, joined with my co-host. The man, Fitikowski underscore JP. Live, been offline, but he's he's a, he's alive. Now everyone knows who you are. Yeah, did the reveal. It's, <laughs> it's JP and it's Fitikow, so... Anyone out there? You know they that have meds know. for that problem, right? What meds? Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's the it's the hour I spend at Double Edge that keeps me safe. I thought you do some self medicating after you get home. I do, but that's for you know a different day, uh, a different conversation. Yeah. You know? okay. When the health coaches aren't here. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Before we get too far into it, make sure to uh, leave us a five star <clears throat> rating on the podcast app with a negative review, and we'll do a. Uh, Review of the week. So this uh, this week's review of the week was from uh, CJW413. It says, confused as a golden doodle. So I'm driving with my puppy listening to the podcast, and JP does the intro for the Tech One Designs review. I look back and see the pup turning his head in confusion. Then I remember the first time I heard him do the review, and I felt as confused as my dog looked today. <laughs> Five stars. Hell Yeah. So make sure to leave us a uh, rating and review on the podcast app. And more importantly than that, just uh, make sure to tell a friend about the podcast and spread the word. Uh, we got a lot of uh, good positive reviews from that last episode with Ryan. So if you haven't yeah. heard that one, go back and listen to that shit. Um, so that was that was good, too. Uh, it was definitely different for us to do that type of podcast, but everyone seemed to really enjoy it. So uh, that was sweet. Um, go to bedpodcast.com for all things relating to this podcast. We got our merch on there, our Patreon, our PayPal. And uh, if you donate a hundred grand to us, JP will get yeah. uh, the go to bed tattoo or go to bed logo tattooed on the top of his head. Hundred K, hey, yeah. there's that right there behind you guys, right there. Hundred K, anyone out there with some deep pockets? Let's go, dude. Let's make it happen. We're waiting on you. <laughs> and uh, what else? Oh, we need to shout out our sponsors real quick at Walden's Coffee House on Instagram. They mm. just hooked us up with some food. Tell them a little bit about the food. Okay, Feeks and I got the sausage breakfast burrito, best best one in town. I would agree with that. Yeah, best burrito in the state <clears throat> or the country, dude. It's the best. And then Jacob and Derek got the hamburger. Yep, yep. Walden's Burger. Walden's Burger. Bomb. It's, the, it's one of the best burgers in Reno by far. It's real nice. Yeah. And side salad? Side salad, no bun, playing by the rules. There you go. Yep. 75 hard, baby. 75 hard. <laughs> one more day. <laughs> one more? <laughs> one more day. Tomorrow. Yeah, nice. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, thanks for the burger, guys. It was legit. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, Chef Michael good. at Walden's. Uh, three locations here in Reno, one on uh, Mayberry, one on Arlington, and one on Wells. All homemade shit, so go check out uh, some of their food and tell Michael or Manny to go to bed <clears> and get something for free. Ooh, freebies. And our other sponsor, uh, Harmonious CBD, harmoniouscbd.com. Use code, be- uh, code go to bed. Do I do that every fucking week? Code use code, a- code go to bed. bed. Code to bed. Uh, use code go to bed at checkout for 10% off. Uh, make sure to support our sponsors like they support bucks. us. 30 bucks? All right, no, that'd be like nine, yeah, nine it, bucks, dude. It, it, well, it, it would be a, a $30 discount if you had a $300 order. <laughs> go big, boys. <laughs> go buy a lot and type that code in, you know? 
Let me know you need help bookkeeping with your new business adventures, yeah. homie. I got oh, you. Fuck, dude. That's the least of his worries. Dude, yeah. I just better make sure I pay my rent. <laughs> he did pay his rent on time this month. I'll get him that. Yeah. Because you sent a Venmo request? I did. Yeah, that's uh, how I do it, dude. Okay. But, you know, last month he's like, ooh, it might be tomorrow. And I'm like, all right, sick. Yeah, I'll just cover. Dude, it's on the first, not the day before. So it's like, it's like a couple hours late. <laughs> you know, it's like still late. Yeah. It's still late. I'm not gonna lie, but it's not too bad. It's my first time ever being a couple hours late. I'm crushing it. Hell yeah! yeah as long yeah. as you keep telling yourself that, dude. Dude, I love myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got uh, our first dual guest appearance. I guess we had two guests on before, but we only had three mics, so the audio sound like fucking shit. So uh, <laughs> this time we got the fourth mic in here, and we got this one fucking going up to the ceiling. That's probably the new arm. Yeah, just fucking pull that thing down, and then on uh, on the back you can tighten it on the uh, yeah right where your right hand is up. Oh, right equipment. Oh, no, yeah, I think it's that one. I think it's that one. There's yeah. three little knobs to tighten that thing. That's, or else yeah, I think it's pretty tight. Now. It's a blue mic system right. right here. There we go. All right, dude, we got two special guests this time. We got uh, Jacob and Derek, the co-owners of Double Edge Fitness. That's the gym we always talk about on here, the gym that uh, me and JP go to every morning. So, guys, thanks for coming on. Hey, thanks for having us, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know what we're going to talk about, dude. That's JP's job. Well, I got the topics so, right here, bro. Right, I'm cool. nervous. Yeah. Dude, but let's let them let's let them introduce themselves and give like a short brief little background. Uh, on, Before, in, in case they forget, uh, they have their own podcast called Reps of Discipline. Yeah. Uh, so you can check out their full story on like how Double Edge was started and all that. Was that episode one that you guys did that or? Two or three or something like that. That's one of the beginning episodes. Yeah, that's one of the They'll beginning ones. So you can get the, their full yeah. story if you go ahead and uh, subscribe to their podcast, Reps of Discipline. Um, they're both at DE Coach underscore and then their names on Instagram. So Jacob and Derek there. So yeah, go ahead and uh, give the listeners a small rundown on who you guys are, what you do, and we'll go from there. You want to go first? You go ahead, pal. All right. Uh, my name is Derek Wellock. I am, like um, Alex said, one of the co-owners of Double Edge Fitness. <sighs> it's a long story, dude. <laughs> um, been coaching now, health and fitness, for 11 years. When before ever even considered health and coaching, like something I was going to do, I was just going to college, working full-time at a Western Nevada Supply here in Reno, and I was pre-dental. That was my main goal with college was to get to dental school. And... um Ocam kicked my ass hard. What's that? Organic chemistry. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I did that class three times. Third time came out with a C minus. And um, that's pretty much one of those classes you got to get, like, either crush everything else and get a B or get A plus. It's one of those deciding classes for dental school. <sighs> really, dentistry wasn't going to be for me. And, um... Honestly, didn't know shit what I was going to do with my life, to be honest. So I switched over from biology to health ecology major, kept working full-time in construction. This was 08 when the whole economy went to shit and um, grinding through school, you know, got to get the degree done, right? And um, really didn't know what I was going to do. Just kept working construction and, uh, well, selling construction. I was a construction supply company. I was with, mm -hmm. with them. And then we started doing a little training on the side. He was still in high school, mm -hmm. my brother. 
And I started doing a little personal training <coughs> on the side. My wife was going to PA school, blah, blah, blah. And the personal training just kind of kept evolving, kept evolving into to where it was like, okay, this is now an opportunity that I can step away from um, working sales and stuff at a supply company. My wife's the one that gave me the confidence and told me I need to chase my dreams now and give it a try and try something else. What now? We, make, we don't have kids. We, don't, we had a house, but we didn't have any of the big responsibilities and stuff. And she was doing her thing in Vegas, going to PA school. And I was up here in Reno. He had moved in with me. And um, we just kind of started building this personal training business, which is Wellock Wellness. And um, we we're renting space from gyms and doing our thing that way. And one thing led to another thing, led to another thing to where I was going to quit training again, go back into some sort of business oriented <coughs> real job, if you will. And, um, we had a couple clients that said, no, that's not an option. Would you guys like to own your own place? And that turned into creating investor relationship. And now we're at double edge. So that was 11 year process. Like uh, Alex was saying in the beginning, if you want that full story, it's like a two and a half hour long podcast where Jacob and I break down our whole everything from beginning to today of where Double Edge came from. So if you're interested, give that a listen because that's a long one. There's a lot of, a lot of shit built into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But right now, currently... Two CrossFit gyms. We love coaching people. We love helping people. I don't currently coach CrossFit classes anymore. I'm more of running the operations of the gym and the, you know, making sure things, people get paid and bills get paid and shit like that. And um, honestly, I'm investing a lot of my coaching energy into nutrition coaching and more like mindset coaching, uh, getting people to shake the, shake the crap out of their heads and the excuses to move forward with their health and fitness and then use health and fitness <coughs> to impact everything else in their life. I feel like God gave me the tools of health and fitness. Like it's stuff I understand. It's stuff I love. It's the shit that gets me going. So I'm using those tools, those blessings to help other people dominate their lives. I feel like that's my calling in life. And um, that's what we're doing every single day. Oh, dang. Top that. (laughs) <laughs> I don't think I can. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. yeah. Even though you're right there with me every yeah, day yeah, doing yeah. it. Right? Uh, okay. My turn. My name is uh, Jacob Wellock. I am little brother to big brother over here. He's way stronger than me, though. <laughs> uh, this is true. This so, is very this true. Is true. A lot of the things that Derek said that he's very passionate about in our start, I don't need to repeat that because obviously we have a very similar story there because we did it together. Um, From a long time ago, I knew that uh, I wanted to do uh, something involved with my brother, and we were both very passionate about the the fitness industry and just being active and and things of that nature. So I knew that we were going to grow together, and, you know, here we are now with two, two CrossFit gyms, you know, trying to kick ass at life and working at it every single day. Um a little bit, I guess, more background on me. I hated school. Derek was talking about organic chemistry here a little bit ago. <laughs> I absolutely hated school more than anything. I hated sitting in classroom, being forced to do busy work for no reason. It drove me insane. Um, so we had the opportunity to open up our first location, and I went all in on it and haven't looked back ever since. And uh, I guess a little bit of a well, I guess I can go on a sports background a little bit since you talked about fitness. As me and Alex were talking here a few months ago about motocross. Uh, that was actually my passion growing up um, when I was in middle school all the way through high school. All I wanted to do was go pro and racing. 
and that is a very uh it's a tough sport man it's, it's hard it we're talking sh- about out of your body yeah expensive. yeah, yeah. So expensive. i mean it's a lot i mean i loved it I mean, we were reminiscing about some of the old racing days with some of our local pros and stuff like that um so racing had a big a big part in like why i love to train and and kind of taking the application of training for like motocross and after motocross i got into border cross which is kind of the snowboarding equivalent of racing dirt bikes and always loved training hard for these sports so being able to take that application into our everyday health and fitness and uh being able to provide that for you know a lot of people between our two gyms is something that is uh, it's pretty badass and i love to do so I guess a little background on on me. Sweet, dude. Hell yeah, dude. Well, I'm about moto too, dude. Hell yeah. Did you ride? I last time I fired up my dirt bike was we still own three months before I fucking pieces my senior year of high school. No so, way. So it's been ten years. Damn, dude. dude what's it gonna take to get you out of chickadee? I need to get a dirt bike. About three grand. Oh, yeah, about three grand. yeah, exactly. <laughs> my four fifties frame is sitting on a Empty. stand with and everything else is in ten thousand pieces. Okay. Still yeah, okay. It literally has a movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, your dad, I would have thrown that fucking thing away already. Yeah. <laughs> he wants to fix it for us and he's got a lot of things yeah. going on with my grandmother building an addition to the house to move my grandma in, but he keeps saying, like, hey, I'm gonna get these running, I'm bring them to Reno. Yeah. Because he's our mechanic. Mm-hmm. And um so yeah, someday there'll be two two fifties. Someday. And a four fifty. It'll happen. I'll be rolling up here. That's the ori- that's the original dual exhaust two fifty. Yeah, yeah, he has an 08. Did the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Super nice. Yeah, 05, 450, and 06, 250. Yeah, yeah, I'll show you guys how to fucking crash. That's what I'll do. <laughs> I, I thought he was going to say, I'll show you guys how to fucking ride. Let's go. Okay, let's go. I fucked myself up. Like, fucking stick to the oh, power cleans, dude. I'm going to stick to a lot of other things. Trust me. That's funny. <laughs> All right, dude. So... Didn't you guys, uh, you grew up in like Yerington or Smith Valley or something like that? Yeah, we'll, All that shit. Uh, yeah, Smith Valley. Smith Small Valley. farm town. <laughs> we lived in Smith Valley. Well, he, well, you went to Smith Valley High School. Yeah. I lived in Smith Valley, um, but I went to Yerington High School. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know they had two different high schools. They did not. I drove 40 miles one way each day. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, he wrestled. The wrestling uh, program. So Smith Valley didn't have one of those. Smith Valley didn't have it. And wrestling was kind of my thing. I liked winning and I liked beating people up. But it's interesting that wasn't really like I was passionate about winning and like I loved the sport of wrestling. Don't get me wrong, um, but it's interesting to where I'm at today. Like if I would have had the passion that I had now in wrestling, it would have been kind of scary. Like I think what I maybe could have done in college and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's a good part of my history, but not one like having regrets about. There you go. But it was oh, interesting yeah. three years of driving every single day <clears throat> from Smith Valley to Errington just to wrestle. How far, Damn, how dude. long of a drive? It's 40 miles one way. Oh, okay. It's not terrible, but it's just. still, dude. Yeah, early so as fuck like that. For a 16 year old, like to do that, it's. Because you got to leave earlier. Everything's different. Like, there's no screwing around with friends after school because I had to fucking drive home. Like, mm-hmm. It was just different. Yeah. So, but before that, I was homeschooled. Makes sense now, doesn't it? Yeah, we know. Yeah, we know a lot of homeschool guys. Yeah, and they're <laughs> not our friends. We just act like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get it. They think they are. Uh, do your parents live there still? Yeah, yeah. they okay. still live there. They got twenty acres out there. Dang. So he's got a. Well, it's all grown in with sagebrush now. Yeah, cross track on the, the motocross track. Now it's all bushes. 
the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Any yeah. any horses or anything you guys have? We or? did when I was younger. Yeah. We got into sports in high school and it's trying cool. to get girls and shit and didn't really care about horses. They don't? I think they would, dude. What? Chicks yeah. care, care about, about horses? horses? I thought you meant the horses care about the chick. <laughs> <laughs> There's a place in Mexico I heard that does some oh, shit God. like that. But... <laughs> in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever. I mean, you never know. Depending on the city. Like, Smith Valley might have some chicks that are into horses, you know? It's just well, there. Are. There yeah. are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We were, yeah, you mean like 4-H? <laughs> 4-H? FFA? I'm not Future sure. Farmers <laughs> uh, did I rode a horse once and I crushed yeah. it and I was like, this "Oh is yeah, not I did. Me. I saw it on the gram." And yeah. that was like that three was weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a cowboy. Yeah, dude, it's kind of nerve wracking when one of the, when they get spooked and take off sprinting. It's scary. They put them on it's the scary, weight when they come like, horse shit. Let off the throttle, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So you panic grab and you come out and be like, "Okay, everything's fine." That horse wants to run. Just, you can't do shit about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, no, dude, they're big. <laughs> I remember trying to panic grab once in the air, going over a big old tabletop out it's dead overshot that fucker bounced my head off the bar couldn't stand up straight for like 20 minutes holy cow it's <laughs> <laughs> dead as some hard dirt too oh dude yeah, concrete. hurts a crash out there yeah yeah it's all shut down now it's all it private is. land yeah you can't go out there anymore uh-uh. damn remember I, I was i was younger and i thought it was so cool when you jumped like the three tables and with Clearing them all. Yeah, yeah, I remember those three jumps. Yeah, and I was like, dude, if you could do that, you're fucking good, you know? Yeah. Not <laughs> really. <it's> not <laughs> you know, were I thought it was a did joke. you guys ever ride it when there was that double triple? I think you and I have talked about this. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Like they shut it. They never put it in a race anymore because mm-hmm. it was like is that the one that first supercross that Johnny jumped the whole thing? That one? No, like, it was like to and... the side of like the main track, like. There was a little double, and then it went right into like a 70-foot triple kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. They never put it in a race again, I don't think. Yeah. But I remember jumping that. That was, And I came up short the first time I did it. It hurt so bad, but I was like so excited at the same time that I actually committed to it. Then I think I jumped it like 150 times that day. Yeah, they had some stupid shit out there sometimes. Yeah, I think yeah. about that even at like Mustang or really any of the tracks except for Fernley. Like yeah. when they would just build new shit, it was always so unsafe oh yeah just it was, fucking it was built for like pros and you get beginners which is the sketchiest yeah. class anyway mm-hmm. 40 dudes like i can do it yeah. and then they go for a jump <laughs> i can't do it and all of a sudden 30 dudes end up piling yeah. up we're all That's broken <laughs> yeah. That was me too, dude. yeah i did what like four beginner races yeah it's either this. yeah it's either you're rolling it or you're committing to it there is yeah. no in between yeah. yeah dude that's that's what's really scary for hitting a jump first time and especially if you can't yeah. see the landing you can't like half jump it really yeah because it's like you don't know where the fuck the landing is so you just got to commit <laughs> yeah <laughs> the worst feeling is going off a jump and knowing in the air that you're going to eat shit before you <laughs> land. like yeah. you know yeah. that you're fucked and you just accept it in that slow motion like phase yeah and then you land and then it's just you're fucked and you it's always as best. soon as you leave the lip you yep. know it's not like oh i might be able to pull this uh, off. off oh it's not looking good yeah, you not know, looking it's good. just like oh fuck Yep. Mm-hmm. Right away. That's, yeah, you go through like too. those whole like stages of like fear, like acceptance, grief, yeah. all before you <laughs> hit the ground. <laughs> mm-hmm. a and then you just you just pray at the last second, like I hope this doesn't hurt that bad. <laughs> yeah. And it always does. Yeah. And it's just really loud and you just see dirt and then you're like, oh, yeah. like yeah. kind of like eight hundred bucks worth then of parts you're are busted okay. off. Your yeah, then bike. you go look at the bike and then the bike's broken. You're like, fuck. Yeah. You guys didn't know JP is a is a State champion, yeah, for motocross, yeah, hell yeah, yeah. Dude. People stop me all the time in traffic and stuff, but <laughs> like the 0360 beginner champ, 
Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, yeah, dude. dude. Uh, it's you no big. minds all over the place. You let the people know who 50 Cal is. Yeah. State champ, man. Yeah. 07. Did you just 08. say 60 CC? Yeah. Beginner. Hell yeah. 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 Beginner. Yeah. That's yeah, legit, man, dude. He still has the championship jacket he wears around there, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's like up to here. It's like a three-quarter <laughs> yeah, It's like a baseball jacket. That's, that's awesome, dude, dude, 2007, 2008, flat track TT champ, too. Thunderbolt nice. Speedway. Mm-hmm. Got a lot of... Got Basically, no one else was in the class except you and, like, <laughs> a couple other kids that are kids of tweakers in Mount House. Hey, and that's, that's competition, dude. I don't know if that's, that's competition to me, dude. Hey, they showed up, you know? Yeah, they... Yep. And I dusted that's how, them. That's how our Masters Division Battleground is going to be this year. <laughs> what? For women. For women? Yeah. What? Nobody what? wants to compete. No one? Yeah, our really? women's division is going to be pretty small. Yeah. yeah, talk about Battlegrounds. That was one of the topics that he has on there. So tell tell the people what Battlegrounds is, and they can come watch it and all that shit. That's Jake's department. <laughs> uh, so Battlegrounds is a competition that we've been putting on every year. Um, this will be our fifth year doing it. And the reason that we started it is because we felt there was not enough – uh, CrossFit competitions in the northern Nevada like spectrum like there's a competition in SoCal damn near every weekend um, and there just wasn't a lot happening here and we're all very passionate about competing and doing like cool shit and we wanted to be able to provide a competition to the community that was a little different than kind of like your everyday uh, I guess what little CrossFit competition so Battlegrounds uh, when like, for example, when I write the programming for Battlegrounds, I want all of the workouts to be something that you typically wouldn't train in, like, a normal, like, training environment. Like, a lot of competitions you go to, which is totally fine. They're all – they can be very basic movements, um, make it very inclusive that everyone can do. Like, Battlegrounds is about, like, the mission statement and in the little logo, the whole idea of Battlegrounds is all about finding new limits. So, trying to get the athletes at the end of the two-day uh, weekend – when they're finished that they're i mean they're going to be sore they're going to be jacked up but they they went through a weekend of doing shit that they didn't think they could do otherwise that's cool yeah so that's that's kind of been my i guess deep down thinking about why i wanted it to be different is i wanted it to be this competition that is that means more than just a another competition to sign up for like you do it and you finish at the end of the weekend and you're proud of like hell yeah like even if you got like, dead last you did something like yeah, you're like, I did this. Like, I fucking signed up for, you know, whatever. And I got through this weekend and it whooped my ass, but I did it. You know, I found new limits. And that's the that's the whole point of this competition. That's cool. And I, <clears throat> I haven't ever seen, like, workouts like the one you programmed. Even the la- latest one, you, what was it, Double Down? Or Double Time. Double yeah. Time? Yeah. That one is really cool. I've never heard of anything like that where you yeah. have to... Your time is 50 air squats, but at the top of every minute, you have to go back and do um, whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. Uh, so there was a, a games workout a couple of years ago where they did something similar with overhead squats and rope climbs, like a similar format. And me and Joaquin, a coach at our gym, were sitting there talking about being able to bring that format into it and how can we do it. And through some brainstorming, came up with the 50 front squats with the fat bar. And you're doing it. Have you ever done front squats with fat bar? Mm-mm. Sucks. I've only Sucks. ever put that thing overhead. So yeah. I know it's like – you can feel the momentum of the weights because yeah. they're they're fixed instead of moving. Yeah. But I I figured that because I was watching the the video you posted on Instagram of Joaquin doing it. Yeah. And at the bottom you can see him like kind of collapse a little bit. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I bet that's from like coming down in the bar, turning at the weights yeah. pull. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and then when you go back, when you front rack that bar, because how big it is, like 
with our normal barbells, they're thin enough that you can just kind of rest it if you have good mobility, but the fat bars Can't pressing breathe. into your throat, okay. no matter how flexible you are. <laughs> so it, it definitely adds a new dynamic, but yeah, um, I'm really excited. Every year I kind of geek out about the competition. I'm always excited about this. Heck yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> and I'm always nervous. Of what? <laughs> the so, operational execution of Battlegrounds isn't <laughs> the easiest thing in the world, right? Yeah. So we really try to have an event that's ran well, <clears throat> judged well, um, where it's a great athletic experience from athletes having a place to actually warm up, you know, bathrooms, facilities, like the gyms get the shit beat out of them when we do this. Our equipment gets beat up. Um and just like so many people do put a lot of effort and our volunteers and everything to pull this off. Like <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lot with everything else we already do. Right. So like yeah. take battlegrounds to another level. Like there's people that plan some of these bigger comps, like say Wadapalooza and stuff. Like they, that's all they do for the whole year is plan that comp. Oh, yeah, like they it's spend their full-time, the, job. It's their full-time job from marketing operations, execution of it. So it's like, we could throw together a simple little gym comp, make a couple bucks, and people throw down. I mean, we really tried to. This comp's not about making big money. Like, some of these comps make big money. <coughs> these, this is not for us. It's purely about providing an event that is good for the community um, as a whole. Like, the whole Reno, Tahoe, Sacramento. Um, we've had people from Canada. We've had people Mexico. from Mexico come do the comp. Said nothing but great things. And the whole thing is about providing an experience versus yeah. like just another comp. Right. That's cool. So yeah. we try to make trophies legit, you know, just a few other things on top of it that, um, so it gets stressful yeah. and it's exhausting for the team. So it's really run by the staff of Double Edge. We're the ones that all pull it off together collectively. So, um, I love it, but it's it's work. Yeah. I put out a post uh, like two weeks ago. I don't know if you saw it or not. So every year that we've done Battlegrounds, we've lost money on it. We want it to be this experience and just getting to the point like, okay, we can't continue to lose money on this competition. Like we still want to provide this experience. So uh, one of the ways that we're going to alleviate that is every year we did a, a fair, for us a fairly big cash prize for our RX winners. And it's just like, you know, we can't put in so much to just, you know, these six individuals and then get a hit on the whole other side of the competition. So we cut some of that back uh, a little bit so we can still put forth that really what we believe and what we're trying to do, high quality experience in a competition and uh, not lose money on it, yeah. you know, every year. We tried and, to take it to downtown, which was cool and venue. Like it was legit when we did it down there. Yeah, it was by the, the river. Plaza, by the river. Oh, yeah. And um, just like we really learned some operational shit. That, yeah. These guys, when you run big comps like this from equipment overheating, I mean, our barbells, we didn't even think about it when it happened, but they got so hot you couldn't grab them. Yeah. So we had to, like, ice them off. Um, The screens on the bikes got super hot, so you couldn't even see the screen. You know, like when your cell Mm -hmm. phone, you leave it in the car dash, right, and disappears. Like, all that stuff. And not to mention, we had to pretty much dismantle the gyms, haul all that equipment to downtown Reno for two days, and then Sunday night... Set everything back up and be ready to teach 5 a.m. class on That's Monday. So, yeah. so it's like that was that was real work. <laughs> yeah. And there's the one year we didn't get done doing everything to what, midnight? Yeah. Getting everything uh-huh. set back up. And we went and got a beer at Flowing Tide. And uh, we we're just like, 
No one was even here. talking. Yeah, we're nobody's there at dinner. Everyone's just so tired that we're just sitting <laughs> yeah. there staring at our beer. You're in the heat all day, two days in a row, slinging equipment and this and that. And cool factor, fucking 15 on a scale of one to 10 yeah. for a local comp. I mean, Trent had the drones flying that year. Yeah. Like, there was Same. some shit going on, but it was a kicking a the dick. And then also, just like so many little expenses that added up from having to rent U-Hauls and this and that to get things out. And like we lost, dude, we lost our fucking ass financially doing that. Mm. Yeah. And um, just didn't make sense. We brought it back to the South Gym. We're trying to keep that spirit alive with putting a good comp on. And the Reno community, you know, giving everybody locally a, a cool thing to look forward to every year. Yeah. I just picture you guys at the bar after, after that and the bartender's like, can I get you guys anything else? You're like, yeah, good, you. Yeah. yeah. So tired. Yeah. Like, Not too bad, That's you. Damn near what it was like, dude. That's damn near what it was like. Uh, That's crazy. I don't think you Joaquin all, made eye yeah. contact with anybody. Yeah. Yeah, dude, we were all just... So not there mentally. Yeah, that's a lot of work. <laughs> like, let's go celebrate and have a beer and stuff. We're like, yay! And then we get our beers and we're all just sitting there like this, <laughs> table, table silent. Take a drink, set it down. No one's saying anything <laughs> at all. <laughs> you guys are like trying to pump up the team. So yeah. wasn't that awesome? They're like, uh, yeah. fuck no. yeah. <laughs> not really. We weren't trying to pump up shit, dude. We were yeah. both sitting there like, go oh, god, we just got ran the fuck over. Yeah. Well, the day <laughs> would start. Like, I would get up. I mean, these guys, so that year I was DJ, but last year I was uh, doing media. Um, I mean, we'd get up at shit 3.45 in the morning and be done at after cleaning and getting everything set up for the next day or midnight. And it's go like there's no rest effort because you're going from this division to this division to this division. So there's never like a break time for anyone. The so mad respect so to the people that put on the CrossFit games. Yeah, oh, I bet it's fuck. That's so gnarly. Yeah. Well, I forgot to watch it. There's like a crew of 50 full time people, probably. That oh, I bet it's I think they have like year. 300 or 400 yeah. volunteers or yeah. something. Well, yeah, ex- well, yeah huge volunteers. Yeah. I'm just saying fu- yeah. full time people that plan that and execution um, of that yeah. between oh, yeah. Rogue and oh, yeah. all their. It's a big like, operation. Uh, we were watching yesterday, and like in between heats, you see just like a line of people that come out to move the barbells off, and they're just like one by one taking the bars, like yeah. all in order. I'm like, damn, yeah. dude, these guys got their fucking shit together. Oh, yeah. The but behind the scenes back in the day, it's drill instructor shit. Well, like, that yeah. sometimes. So I uh, remember this has happened a couple times at the games where something operationally went wrong. And like, let's say it's the, the men's heat too, and they got to change out weights or whatever. And <clears throat> I remember one year that all the volunteers and this guy, they brought out the women's bars for the guys. And they were like laying out the the numbers. Like I'm like, I'm looking at them like that bar is way too light for the guys, like 115 pound thrusters. It's supposed to be like 165. And then like Dave came out on the floor and he's yelling at people. Oh, what the fuck is going on? And like people are getting their ass chewed. They're like, get it out of here. Like, cause they were on ESPN's time frame, Yeah. Oh. So they couldn't be late. So they had to like rush everything out and get the next people out. And <laughs> everyone on the floor was pissed. No one was seeing it yet. But yeah, people were getting their asses chewed out. It's <laughs> happened a couple times. Yeah, the moral of the story is running an event. It's right? hard. It's, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah, I got a question for you guys. Have you ever had a member like him? How are you going to go? Have you never have I ever? <laughs> <laughs> I asked him that. I'm like, dude, I don't think that. I was like, just put it like this kid fucking has never worked out before. Starts CrossFit and like literally the first week he's doing 50 cal shit. Like makes it the 50 cal Instagram doing stupid shit. Well, the first right thing the I bat. saw was you at Midtown on a bike. Joaquin was coaching at Midtown. Who the fuck is this? 
<laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I just changed right there and started doing shit. Or just like the interactions that he has just watching him with you guys when you're there at the gym versus all the other members. I'm like, dude, I don't think they've had a member like you. No. I say 50, 50 cal is one of a kind. Yeah. It's one of a kind. Yeah, it's a hit, dude. I bet you. I can't wait till someone goes, oh, 50 cal referred me, you know? That's going to be a good day. Hey. If that happens, I will let you know. That would be so cool. I'll <laughs> yeah, try my dude. best to get that. I'll show up here with the beer and be like, here you go. All wow. right, cool. Yeah. A little bit more I'm really trying to think if there's anybody even close in the last 11 years. <laughs> no. Is that unique? Let's use a nice word. Well, yeah. 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 What, uh, <laughs> like, they're just, stand, like, not standard or normal people, but I'd they say- just go <laughs> and do their thing and go out and, like, simple or what? Well, in reality, right, our target market's like 30 to 50-year-old business professional people. And um, it's like we're seeing this in general, especially with our generation, you know, <clears throat> getting out, doing things, being entrepreneurial in spirit. And, like, you know, you're seeing a shift from the standard went to college to structure, right? Like, I'm a part of that culture where it's like everything's structured. Go to college, do this, do this, do this. <clears throat> Whereas you were able to hold on to like your personality, your identity, you're able to bring that not just to your filmmaking and, you know, your brand, if you will. Right. You're able to maintain that. And it actually is something that's cool. It's contributing to you and I think your success. I'm not trying to give you a handy under the table here, right. but it's, it's kind of cool because it's different. You know, we are so used to seeing a different, I don't want to say different in a negative way, just like I, I'm able to see that generation of the college, the business, that go through these steps and stuff. But you two, particularly, are out like paving a new way, and you're part of a different generation. Kind of like Jacob here. I mean, you said it. You said it, I didn't go to college. I'm doing this. I'm chasing my dreams, my passions, my desires. Yeah. And I think that alter ego of yours is honestly something that contributes to <clears throat> your big mission of what you do. Right. Like. I like it. I don't like 50 cow smoking pot at the fucking front desk. I'll tell you that much. Well, I never <laughs> smoked there. <laughs> just other places. <laughs> <laughs> just out front. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> but it's kind of cool, man. It is. Yeah. It's kind of cool. It brings, I know the, the people that know you at the gym now, they act, they truly like your presence and they like that bringing that humor and that, you know, it's something a lot of us fucking straight arrows type A personalities, we want to we would like to be able to be like that, uh, right? But we're so wound up so fucking tight, we can't. So I think it's awesome. Yeah, I can't not. I can't be wound up tight or like. Well, it brings everybody else around you, not down in a negative way, but it brings down their guard. Right. right? right. Yeah. You know, yeah and it brings, up, brings everyone up. Like just it, being around him, like yeah. he's never in a bad mood. And like you can't be in a bad mood around him because he's always fucking joking. And like anything you say, he's witty as fuck. Like right back with some pun or even if you're just trying to like talk to him normally, not with like a serious conversation, but if it's just a normal conversation, it's always funny with him, you know, which is cool. And what I'm seeing too, just like your discipline in the gym, because people that typically fuck off the way you do don't have any other discipline. All right. Right. It's, it's like you're the fuck off generation. Yeah. That's a good point. You are exhibit or like showing discipline six days a week. Like you, when we posted the, um, the committed club, like, how the fuck did he beat me by one day? 
Yeah. Because you guys go together. Right. But he Every did day. a weightlifting class yeah, and checked he snuck in. in, in there. There. <laughs> he snuck one in there. He drove by Midtown, check in. Yeah. <laughs> Keep going. I was like, there's I was no way. Check the cameras. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think it's really cool to see, even if you have may not have realized it yet, or maybe you have, but like you're exhibiting discipline in other areas of your life. Like you told me how you're starting your business and starting to grow this and take these things seriously. And like, you know, your haircut. Right, it's funny, and like you said, it's cool when you're not the fucking idiot with the bowl cut. Yeah, like, um, that's awesome. But, you know, I, I wanted to it. laugh at it and be a part of it, but you're 100 percent right. Like you want to show up to a professional business meeting, you want to have your personality intact, but you still got to be able to bridge that and communicate with people. So it's like you have a very unique presence around value, dude, and yeah. it's it's good to be around. Like I appreciate you being in the gym and the energy you bring, both of you guys, and. Yeah. Um, no, it's cool. And yeah. I've heard nothing but good things about you. I hear shit at Midtown, like people laughing when 50 Cal comes out and does some shit. Did you see what oh, 50 really? Cal did today? Hell like, yeah. And people at Midtown comment who have never even met you. Yeah, I've so seen it. it yeah. Honestly, dude, it's a really good positive vibe for the gym culture. Right. And I'm just going to, me and 50 Cal, we're going 75 hard together. Uh-oh. No weed. Here we go, dude. No, no way, dude. <laughs> no There's alcohol. No 75 days, bro. There's we no got way. this. No I'll way. show up at your house 3.30 every morning. Get that shit done. Dude, the, I could do no alcohol <laughs> easily, but no weed, there's no way, dude. Oh, there was no way. Yeah, I used you to say I couldn't do no alcohol either. You do 75 hard, you could be 75 cow. <laughs> I earned 25, dude. Yeah, 50, oh, 50 and shit. Dude, I might change yeah. the username. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool if I do. 75 hard cow. <laughs> better than 75 soft, which some yeah. people talk to me about doing. I'm like, that doesn't fucking yeah, that's count. that's not it. What's yeah. that? Like scale version, like, like half half ass doing it. Yeah, no it's way. Like, don't fucking you know, talk to me about that after what I just put myself nope. through. Yeah. You never seen Lord of the Rings? No. Have you seen Lord of the Rings? Yeah. You know when he was like Gandalf the Gray, mm-hmm. and he went through all that shit, and he came out with Gandalf the White, like yep. more badass. It'd be like fifty. <laughs> go through the challenge and come out. 75. You literally know, just dude. got compared to Gandalf and fucking yeah, Lord of the Rings. Is he a big member? <laughs> yeah. 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 He's, a, dude, he's a huge member. Yeah. Yeah. A big you might want, you might want to check that reference yeah. out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Is it good? Oh, he's a big member. Yeah. Like, yeah. Part of the movie? I thought, okay, I thought you were referring to something else. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's a big character yeah. in the series. So, okay. yeah. Back One to your question, guys. dude. Like, no, there isn't. It's a unique yeah. fucker right yeah. there. Yeah, it's yeah, fun, is, dude. dude. I like, I like that. I like the gym, and everyone's cool with. Like, they get the humor, you know, in Fifty Cal or the jokes I make and the dumb questions yeah. of the day answers I give, you know, and and it'll make other people. Think of something funny too, which is cool. Rather than like, yeah, like I'm tired, you know, it just makes it boring. If it's everyone's like, oh, I'm tired today, like, or fuck, this workout's gonna suck. You always like, if people are gonna say that, or just rather fuck around, just makes it fun. <laughs> so the, another thing that resonates with what you asked is somebody that's never worked out before. And you said this mm-hmm. to me when you started up. It's like how you felt comfortable coming into the gym and how you never felt judged or. You didn't know what the fuck you're doing. No, fuck, you still don't. Still doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was calling some movement power squat. Dude, clean, like how he, I, I know I didn't say anything, but when he was talking about the battlegrounds workout, and he said the workout's fifty air squats, and I was Ow. like, he thought it was something else. He knew it wasn't air squats, but he just has no fucking clue about any of the movements, and he just makes shit up. Like yeah. he said, like 
Power press is one of his movements. Uh, Power squat is one of his movements. Burpee snatch. (laughs) No, he said, (laughs) he told Chris the other day, she asked him something, but you're like, oh, it was like a a front snatch catch. (laughs) She was like, yeah, 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 exactly. Do that again. (laughs) I don't know. There's a lot of terms and the abbreviations starting out. It's cool that you're able to show up in this environment, which a lot of people are intimidated by CrossFit, right? You're having a great experience. You're, you're coachable, which is huge. Yeah. Having being able to come in and having the mindset <clears throat> of like, hey, I actually want you to teach me. I want to learn from you because I've never done this shit before in my life. Right. And you're actually evolving your life doing these daily reps of discipline, if you will. Right. And it's been cool to see and witness it. So. Yeah. That's what I don't give up. People going to the gym Nuts. and not, not yeah. like wanting to be taught. You know, it's like there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. It's just weird because it's like their ego gets them in the way. That's hundred percent. Yeah. Before I had met you in Fifty Cal, I saw that um, these Instagram posts were coming out from Fifty Cal, and I like text him, and I was like, "Dude, who the fuck is this?" (laughs) (laughs) Like, what is going on right now? My gym's (laughs) going down. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking, I'm gonna be getting a letter from Home Depot here pretty soon about fucking shopping cart. That was one of the best things ever. I was waiting. That was so fine, dude. I appreciate that video because I just bought a brand new Tundra last year, and within like three weeks, I had four or five shopping carts slam into my truck from Home Depot. No way. And dude, I was fucking Jake was so happy to see that shopping cart get fucked up. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, I carry that He does it on purpose. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and then their their plant racks got loose and one of them slammed into the side of my truck. Really? Huge fat dance. I had to go uh, get all that checked or get it all fixed and I had to do claims with Home Depot and they were a pain in the ass deal. So when I saw that video dragging that cart, I was like, Fuck yeah. yeah, fuck that cart, dude. <laughs> Seriously, dude, yeah, I'll put I was the laughing, plant rack up, dude. Carts, yeah. get a mind, carts get a mind of their own. Right? I was laughing at that video, the running across the Home Depot oh, truck. Fuck. I'm like, fuck that truck. Yeah, 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 yeah the dude. soil jumps. Yeah. Yeah. And then the when you're running across the gym, and it was like in slow motion, you're dragging with the bar. That video made me laugh. That was so hard to do. <laughs> it was so hard to hold yourself yeah, up like, and that. not drag. Because my jacket you know, thing is anything open. for the shot. Anything. anything I, that shot. was like my fifth take. Yeah. 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 I did anything for the shot. Usually you get them on the first take. Yeah. yeah. That one took a few. Yeah. It was hard to just hold myself up because you can go like yeah. that, but you just yeah. hit your face Not or something. Not go over the bar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that was dude, we might have to shoot some more 50 content at Home Depot. I didn't know they were such big fans. Well, of I can do that. Dude, I'll hook a plant rack up, drag it across this centra. <laughs> <laughs> See the fucking aisle, uh, shelf aisle come flying out of the Home Depot. <laughs> Thanks. It's like, it's like, isn't this like the Amazon store? You go in and take anything out, you know, and it just automatically charges. Bill <laughs> Derek. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with double edge. <laughs> <Take off. laughs> that, that wouldn't be good. Oh, yeah, that probably wouldn't work out so well for everybody. <laughs> yeah, that really made me laugh, dude. So, what's up with um, like the CrossFit gyms? I didn't really realize this until I listened to your podcast and you guys talk about it a little bit, like CrossFit gyms talking shit about each other, or mostly about you guys, I guess. But yeah. I had never heard anything <laughs> like no one's ever. I post about you guys all the time yeah. and no one's ever said anything to me about it. And like, I know the dude that owns Regulus Fit. I've talked to him a bunch. Super cool dude. Yeah. He's never yeah. said anything. Yeah, no. still, yeah. He's solid. Um, but I didn't realize like so much chatter goes on. Like, why do you think that is? Hmm. Uh, well, I mean, from the hmm. beginning. Lay it out there. I mean, we're going to start from the beginning. <laughs> Haters going to hate. <laughs> they, 
the haters because they ain't us. No, Miles trying to get dick about Miles it. Miles interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it's when we first opened the gym. The so the CrossFit community around town, anyway. Like everyone, it's like if you go to this gym, we don't like you. If you go to this gym, we don't like you. Like everyone's like, it's our community, and if you leave us, then. Fuck you kind of thing. Not us. That's how it was. Mm-hmm. And then we came in and we opened up our location and we happened at the time when we opened up Midtown, it was actually one of the biggest CrossFit gyms in the world when oh, we really? opened it. Mm-hmm. So we came in and everyone had this perception that we're just like these, you know, Trust rich boys kids. that had everything mm-hmm. given to us. And they're like, oh, they just, they didn't fucking work for shit. You know, who, who the hell do they think they are coming in here with this? nice location fuck those guys like that's how it started Mm -hmm. and then i mean you can branch off more on it but that's we still like people still make those comments like especially when we open the south location like all those fuckers those rich kids like we still get those comments i got got one a text message literally shared with me the other day about somebody and i know who they are and i'm not gonna say names or anything but it's like like i've met you one time in my fucking life And I actually really want to build a relationship with you because it could be very meaningful both ways. Yeah. And for you to say that, and we don't even know each other. Yeah. I'm just like, what the fuck? What'd they say? Um, I'd have to forget text. (laughs) Pull it out, dude. Pull it out. The word. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, this is just an example. Like there's, there's another, like, I won't say names either. There's another, another individual that I have met a couple times. And I'm not like I'm not fake at all. I'm not gonna be like if I don't like you, I'm just not just gonna talk to you. I'm not gonna be like you know fuck you, dude. Like I'm just not gonna <laughs> yeah. talk to you. But um, like if they're being friendly, like I'll be friendly. But some of these individuals I know will like say things, and I'm like I met you once or twice. Like why do you hate us? Like yeah. we've done nothing wrong. Right. It's just it's very interesting. Yeah, uh, this person text one of my newer employees and um like i heard you went soft and you let d turn you into their cash cow oh <laughs> and uh, then weird. person replied who's this <laughs> new phone who this <laughs> double is paying for it <laughs> oh <laughs> are you too cool for the little people now sounds about right after Derek getting his claws into you whoa yeah jealousy like, all yeah. i've ever done is help promote yeah. people forward and give <clears throat> I mean, we're the first gym in town. I'm going to go on record saying this. That prov- this is 100% the truth. To provide people outside of anything supported by the federal government an actual paying, salaried, coaching CrossFit job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody, there's not one. What do you there's, mean? I think there's a couple now, but there's, there was no, every CrossFit coach in this town was for trade or 1099, you know, paid for class or, yeah. you know, it wasn't an actual career. Oh, like when yeah. you go and see Chris, she does this as her career. She gets right. paid a salary. Well, yeah. You know, a all lot. of our full-time coaches, it's a real job. Yeah. And it's not just specific <laughs> to just our, I mean, very much our local community, but the CrossFit thing in general, yeah, a yeah. lot of gyms are like that. They'll do it for trade or. Most gyms yeah. are like that. Yeah. 1099 independent contractors, you pay rent, you, you know, you trade for session, this and that. But we went, our mindset, and again, this is on the podcast, uh, reps of discipline, little plug there. Um, <laughs> our mindset opening the gyms was if we're going to do this, our goal is not just to make careers for us. It's really to make careers and make this a career path for CrossFit coaches. Yeah. Cool. You know, when I was going to UNR, one of my big things was I wish I could have done some sort of internship 
with somebody like me, right? right. Learn and see what this is about as a possible <clears throat> career possibility and stuff. And that's one thing I've always wanted to have is a, a, an avenue for students to like, hey, I want to check this out as a career, like a viable career option with health insurance and retirement, all those things. That was that was the goal. And um, so that's one component possibly. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right. A little technical <laughs> difficulty here. We're working with the 2012 Mac book um bottom line one you know <laughs> so yeah thanks dude for taking the well it wasn't blame, it was the max fault it was none of our fault all right so basically we it stopped recording but um yeah we we're just talking about the gym and all that shit but um what i was saying i'll go through that whole thing again i guess but it's just funny to me that um that people like talk shit about it being a nice gym when that's the whole reason why i signed up there and now yeah. I feel like an idiot for repeating this because we just talked about this, but <laughs> no one heard it. So <laughs> I was saying that uh, basically before I even started going to Double Edge, I decided that I wanted to do CrossFit, and then like two months before I even signed up, I just went on Google and searched like CrossFit gyms in Reno, and I was going through just doing research and looking at the website for each gym, and then I decided on Double Edge just based on the website because it looked like the most legit gym in town, like the facility and they had all the info about the coaches on there and all that shit. So it's weird to me that people think that it's a negative to have like a nice gym or a more expensive gym and all that. And then I was also saying that like another reason why I wanted to go to a nicer gym was I knew there would be like networking opportunities there, like more affluent people go to, those type of gyms, you know, at least I, I would say just CrossFit in general, but then also a more expensive CrossFit gym, you're going to get twice as, twice as much, I guess, versus like a fucking planet fitness or something for nine bucks <laughs> a month. But, um, and then like today after class, you know, I sat with this dude, Brian for like 30, 45 minutes and we were just talking real estate and this dude's got like 27 flips going on in Ohio right now. And then he's talking like, Oh, we should work on this together and this and that. And I was like, dude, that's exactly why, I joined Double Edge right there. I knew it'd be a legit gym. The coaches are legit because they're all on salary and it's a career. And the networking opportunities that you get with the members there. Yep. Oh, it's yeah. that to your point exactly. So it's like our goal was to run a business, right? Like our business is health and fitness. A lot of culture, this is across the board. CrossFit gyms are very like, bro, get to work out with my bros. Get to support my bros, not I'm running an actual business. And this is chronic across the board. And um, g- us going into this, I've always wanted to own my own business. Um, and we've always wanted to do something like this together. So it's like when we went into this, the mindset was to run a company, not, and that like our service and our value add was health and fitness. But there's a company, like a real company, like legit fucking company. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> We have investors, like legit companies do get investors. Some mm-hmm. are built from the ground up. Power to you, dude. Like, that's fucking awesome. You know, we were able to network investors because I was training at one of the nicer gyms in Reno, personal training clients that turn into investors through networking at one of the nicer gyms in Reno. So it's like, that's exactly what happens. And um, <laughs> we are able to put a real business together and... <laughs> that's turned into a successful business. You know, one things, you know, Andy talks about in the MSEO podcast is nowadays 
like people want to hate on us and like we're this we're that i'm putting my claws into people fucking people over like the tone of the conversation is like we just fuck people over yeah i'm just gonna tell you i don't care anymore because one of the biggest things nowadays that i 100 percent agree with if you're fucking people over you're gonna be out of business inside of 30 days mm-hmm. yep. like the word of mouth spreads like that yeah between yelp and like how'd you find us mm-hmm. yeah yelp. just google yeah yelp google you're gonna find nothing but good things right We've worked hard for those. And those are the ones that are just published. Like, yep, their algorithm is freaking weird. There's like 300 reviews on our deal, but only so many published because you have to have cred, like street cred on your Yelp review. Mm. Um, But either way, if you're not providing value, actually changing people's lives and helping people and providing a service people enjoy, you're not going to be in business. Our success, regardless of our investors, is because we provide value to people's lives and people value showers. People value. I had a member come up to me yesterday at 11 a.m. He's like, dude, dude, I just went and dropped in at the couple gyms, not in town. He's traveling. And he's like, I want to come and thank you for buying good equipment. He's like, and maintaining the cleanliness of these gyms and stuff. He's like, thank you so much for doing it right. And I was like, well, thank you for choosing us and spending your money here. It's a relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys spend your money here. We're able to provide a service and value. That's how it works nowadays. There's no, you can't do what we're doing by not doing right by people. It's that yeah. simple. Yeah. We wouldn't have just hit year five of double edge if we weren't doing the right things by people. I, yeah. Yeah. I people, people always ask me about the bathrooms when I'm talking up the gym yeah, fucking awesome. and I'm like, yeah, dude, they're yeah. nice. Like they got fucking Q-tips in the jar. Nice. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I'm like, well, you know, I don't, I mean, Q-tips. I use the bathroom, but I don't like shower there or anything. Cause I don't need to, but Save your I think, water bill for homeboy here. Yeah, this month. I've showered there a few times. Dope. They got they got body wash. You're the one popping out of the doors at one in the morning. What? <laughs> cow, taking a what? shower in the middle of the night. Feeds <laughs> yeah. won't let me take a shower because I didn't pay my rent two hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> filling up jugs of water and shit. But, but I think it, it says something when you got like dudes like fucking Brandon at five thirty. Dudes at orthodontist probably makes two fifty a year or something, and he's in there using the shower. Like you know, it's not yeah. just like oh shit, I need a shower real quick. It's like legit people well it's like that our goal was to provide services for the business professional yeah like it was so these people who have a busy day work hard have kids families can come in for an hour get legit ass workout but be able to take a shower and not have to sit there and everybody's fucking you know i'm not gonna say it but everybody naked in the community shower and it's like i wanted it to be where i wanted to go right Mm -hmm. i wanted a clean facility i wanted showers that were nice with never-ending hot water Call me fucking princess because of that. It's nice that I can sit in there and soak my back and not worry about hot water running out. Yeah. You know, like I don't have to carry a towel to the gym with me every day. Towel service alone, if we didn't install the washers and dryers, would be for these two gyms probably around three to four grand a month. Okay. We did washers and dryers. The gym I ran before, we had towel service. I was like, this isn't going to be fucking sustainable. So we had to add them in and the staff, we all fold the towels and provide that service because I hated when I had to go to like 24 hours or something, always had to have a towel and you forget your towel, you're drying off with your sweaty ass shirt. Like anybody that's been in the gym life, like it sucks. You know that it sucks. You know, those basic necessities that are just nice to have, we wanted to provide. And 
you know, I know the South Gym was a little bit delayed on the AC functioning properly. It's fully up to par now. All everything's yeah, brand new. Ever since we've been there, it's been good. Yeah, there was a moment, man. We tried to milk some old mm-hmm. units because these gyms aren't cheap to start up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, we had diesel heaters running in the winter time inside the gym, trying to gas everybody out because all the you units get a went out. Cheap buzz yeah. while you work out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. Fifty cows in there. Oh, I'd be <laughs> stoked. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's like. <laughs> to run AC, most CrossFit gyms you go into, you're not going to have AC. They don't AC. even have so, it. No. Yeah. it was, so it's like that alone. I want AC. <laughs> Call me a fucking princess. I really funny. Nice. Me, me, Leo, and Sabrina did our level two in a cross or in Aromas, California, where the CrossFit Games, like the first CrossFit Games happen at the ranch. And uh, we're there doing our level two. And um, it was in the middle of the summer. And one of the ladies was talking about how she's doing our program. Like, oh, we're doing all these running workouts and this and that. It's like, but our members are dying. So we got to scale it to this. We've actually cut a lot of it out because it's like record temperatures and stuff. And we were talking about our program. She's like, oh, you guys like do a lot of running? And I was like, oh, yeah. She's like, well, how do you guys do that? How do you survive in the gym? Like, we have AC. She's like, what? Like, no one has AC. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're mostly in like (laughs) warehouses, right? Yeah. Right. (laughs) Not gonna pay for AC in big ass warehouse. Yeah, and forklift through all the fucking time. Yeah, yeah. It's we. It's just we're very much out of the norm. And I think like going back to like people being uncomfortable with that is it's not the traditional CrossFit gym. Like we've had, I can think of one person specifically actually quit the gym because he said it was too nice. Yeah, no way. Yeah. And they weren't fucking around either. Yeah. Like he wanted to get grungy. He Doing wanted chalk, sweat, bars. blood, spitting yeah, ass everywhere. Dead. Which I get it. There is a mentality for that. Like and there's a hardcore training lifestyle and culture around that i get it it does exist just not our thing it's not our thing i don't get it if anyone out there listening like that you better fucking stop dude (laughs) that's fucked up you don't want other people's blood or sweat on that shit dude that's fucked up double edge you could use a white towel on the black mat not even black that's how clean it is especially on thursday afternoons yeah 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 Yeah. that's what we detail the gym that's the full detail um Yeah, so, man, I don't know. We wanted a relationship with all the gym owners. There's a few of them that are super rad. Like, one of the gym owners in town, he used to personal train my wife at St. Mary's, and they're a great family, great community. And, you know, running a gym is hard work. It's not easy at all. It's very emotional, a lot of relationships, a lot of things like that. And I know a lot of these gym owners, they have a lot going on in their gyms, right? There's a lot of dynamics, a lot of things going on. It's very emotionally vested. And... On the flip side, you see some assholes like us come in and open up these meccas. You get, you might get scared. Like, I'm going to lose what I've done and what I've built. But from the beginning, we came into the marketplace the highest priced, mm-hmm. period. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. We've always been the most expensive, highest value in town, period. We had a group of 20 people walk into the South Gym when we opened. They said, if you can match my price, and they had a bro deal – their price that they're paying did not match this gym's advertised pricing at all. It's like, we all pay this. We really want to come to your guys' gym, but we need to be close to this price. I said, no. Straight up said, no. I could have taken 20 members right then from a gym. I said, no, I will not price war with anybody in town. We are the best. We provide the best gyms. It's going to cost money. It costs money. If you want to come to our gym, 100%, come in. Try us out, but you're going to pay our prices out. Everybody else, we aren't going to do any price wars. Now, there are gyms that have opened up in other cities like Los Angeles and stuff that have come into the marketplace and immediately cut rates out from underneath everybody. 
So they had the financial support that allowed them to cut, undercut everybody for like a year, right? And then they grew their business. These other little gyms went out of business, and then they had all the members, and then they raised the rates. Yeah, kind of monopolized it. <laughs> that is a business tactic. It really is. And um, when we went into this, we never we did some promotions, right? You can come try us half price for a month. That was it. And this whole group actually did try us out with one of our grand opening promotions at the South Gym, which is fine, whatever. We're going to do promotions. Every business does promotions. But ultimately, you're ending up into our rates. And... Um, like, we could have played those games, but our core values and who we are as people don't allow that, and yeah. I never will. If you want to be a part of our community and provide value and come and participate in here, like, do that, but yeah. don't try to get me to play these games. Like, I'm not going to do it. That's and not right. There's gyms around town that promote the double-edged discount. If you quit our gym and come to you, you save 25%, whereas another no member way. in your yeah. gym might be paying full price, but because you quit our gym and come there, they get the double-edged discount. Like, no that's way. a real thing. Yeah. Whoa. So that it's is like, so gnarly. And I, I, I don't care anymore. This yeah. shit used to eat at me. Yeah. Honestly, since the last 93 days, I've learned to not give a fuck about a lot of things and to focus in a on good way. Every, yeah, in a good way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, not. Like you don't let you don't let petty shit get to you. Yeah, exactly. Like when you hear about, I stuff started like that. giving more fucks about the right things. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's only going to project yeah. further. Yeah. Dude, people like <sighs> if you're even halfway serious about your fitness or getting fit or anything, like the price is not an issue with everything yeah. you get at Double Edge. Like, forget the facility and all that, but just like one, the community, two, everything else you can pick up if you care enough to be coachable and learn and like great relationships, all the coaches, dude, I could text Chris right now and be like, Hey, what do you think about this? Or what should I do to stretch this or anything? I get a text right back. Like she doesn't need to fucking do that, dude. She's off the clock, mm-hmm. but that's how it is. Like if you want to learn, like getting a massage from Stephanie, she's fucking explaining to me like how my shoulder works and why this shoulders sores. Cause I'm not strong enough on this side. Do these exercises to strengthen this up over here. It's like, Dude, I paid 75 bucks to get a massage and she's giving me like a, an anatomy lesson. She's like, is this too much? I'm like, no, like, please, I want to learn. Like, I want to know all about it. And, you know, I'm just getting that shit for free. Like, yeah. dude, it's yeah. fucking awesome. Yep. Yeah, I think, <clears throat> um, I'm not sure when it cut out, but to go back to your point earlier about like what's making us legit is, you know, we're all extremely passionate about what we're doing. Like to your point, what you're just saying right now is we're all extremely passionate about what we're doing and what makes a gym legit is if you care about your facility, so if you keep it clean, like there's not blood, shit, and ass all over, unless that's your jam, then I guess, you know, that's your it's thing. Not but jam, man. It's, it's not a jam, I mean, it's, for most people, it's not. <laughs> right. So you have a clean facility, and then you have coaching and people who really care about your members that come in. Like you put your best foot forward to provide them the best experience. Like you could have a 500-square-foot gym, and that's if that's all you can afford, like, <laughs> I don't know why that is. So I, I think uh, I might have to bring it up. I think, it? Like if you're... If you're working in a 500 square foot spot, you got four members, but you're making it the best fucking experience possible for those four people. Like that's legit. Mm-hmm. Like just because we have two really nice places, like that alone doesn't make us legit. If we were all shit coaches that didn't care about any people that came through the gym, one, we wouldn't be in business, and two, like that's then we wouldn't be legit. You know? Yeah. Let me say one thing: opening the size facilities we opened is fucking hard. Yeah. You know, every it's a lot of square footage. It's a lot of overhead. It's a lot of everything. And it's like, you know, our purpose was to bring something to Reno, the fitness, which goes along with our vision for Reno, but to truly bring, like, uh, raise the standard. 
right? Raise the standard for, you know, we're double-edged fitness. Yes, we're CrossFit affiliates. We believe in CrossFit. We love CrossFit, everything about it. Um, but because we don't own that CrossFit name, we rent it. We always want to be able to bridge the gap between people that hate CrossFit. Like there's doctors in this town that say, oh, you do CrossFit, you're going to get fucked up and hurt and paralyzed and fucked for the rest of your life. They're telling this to an obese person on type two diabetic on 35 fucking meds. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. It's like, oh, CrossFit's going to kill this person. Yeah. Huh. Right. Yeah. Fucking brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I want to bridge that piece of like fitness is medicine. Fitness is health. Fitness is life. Like being fit, yeah. all these things, and we wanted to bring in facilities that could help us facilitate a broader impact. Well, that and the community side of it is huge. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people that I meet up with is they, one, their top two things that they pick that they love the most is uh, the coaching or the community. It's one of those two that they choose first. Like you, for example, talking to uh, Brian. In the mornings, like you built a relationship with someone through a community. You know, if you're going to a Planet Fitness, you got your headphones on, you're not building any kind of community. It's, it would at be all. weird you to talk to someone. Shit, exactly. Let's be honest. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. weird not to talk to someone in a double edge. If yeah. you don't talk, it's like kind of yeah. awkward. You're yeah. Just way better saying that. The community side of it and like getting a group together and suffering together like that is like it's created some of like the best relationships I've ever seen. I've seen people get married, uh, new business relationships. I mean, the whole nine yards. The kids. Yeah, like the community <laughs> side of it is is huge. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's what I like. Like I didn't, I was on the fence when he was telling me to go just because it was so much. And now that I've gone, and it's not even that much. Once you start going for a little bit and you budget for it, it's like, dude, this is well worth it. But the people I've met, and I've already made like um, gigs from members and like Zach and Brian and part of that nonprofit thing with them. Mm -hmm. I got to go to this cool ranch, like ride a horse for my first time, shoot these sick guns and shit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But like, I never would have done that if I didn't go to double edge, you know, it's so cool. Or like see the competition side or, Dude, Derek got me brand new shoes for shooting photos. Like I was using trainers. And we had to get like, no gym. Oh hell yeah. No gym will do that. Nice. No gym owner will buy a member's shoes. They'd be like, you know, I just don't see it happening, you know? Mm-hmm. So cool. So if anyone out there is trying to go to CrossFit Gym, go to Double Edge, refer me. <laughs> Damn it, dude. I was gonna say that. Yeah, refer me. Don't refer <laughs> well, You know, like what Derek was saying earlier, like we don't shy away from that we are the most expensive in town. And sometimes, like you just said, it's hard. Uh, you come into the gym and you have to be able to invest a little bit in order to see that value. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, if you've never ridden a dirt bike before and you ride some like thing made from Pakistan. Yeah. You don't know. And the then you difference. go and get on a Honda. Yep. Like, you're not going to know until you ride the Honda and you're like, oh, fuck, this is what a real right, dirt bike is about. Japanese bike, man, yeah. not the Pakistani bike. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, you're not going to know until you kind of take that step forward and are willing to receive, too, like, being coachable, right. as an example. If you come to the gym and you just got a bad attitude with everything all the time, like, chances are you're not going to go long term because you're not going to be in the community very well you're not going to get better at what you're doing because you're not listening to anybody which happens like we will have people come in and be just like this so it's cool that you took that investment into like your fitness and you're seeing all these both you guys and you're seeing all these other positive things happen from you know and that story like what you said is repeated so many times inside the gym i've seen so much business take place like it's fucking b2b central but you're working out but they're there's a component that people are missing, right? So it's like you start these B2B and these little networking groups and these rah-rah groups and stuff. 
like, cool, I get to meet people, right? But there's something about when you suffer next to this person <clears throat> in your class, you're going through that same grind, you're giving fist bumps at the end, you, you're showing up every single day. There's a level of respect that's earned through that. True. Which yeah. makes it like, yeah, dude, let's do some business together. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, that's true. It's funny because I run a, a real estate meetup once a month and like, I don't know what they're, the people are doing throughout the month. You know, yeah. they just come to my meetup every month. But yeah. other than that, I have no fucking clue if they're just fucking off for the rest of the month. But if yeah. you see someone in the gym every day, you like relate to them. You're like, oh, this guy's probably this guy's working hard. Shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And you're going through the same. Yeah. That workout. And you know what it's like. Oh, you suffered through this. How oh, you suffered through that. I mean, a, an extreme example. It's kind of like Navy SEALs. Like those guys go through some shit mm -hmm. together, but they're, I mean, they're brothers till they die. Right. Like they'll be there for each other. Like they'll die for each other in a heartbeat so kind of thing. I mean, built through suffering. Yeah. I mean, it's a very much different scale, but it's the same concept. Yeah. You know, um, struggling together. Yeah. Builds a strong bonds for sure. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yelp review. Rolling got in, the, huh? We got the tech one Yelp review coming up. Oh yeah. We Let got to do it, dude. Why? Your fucking pass because you got to do the intro, dude. dude relax, dude. bro. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't done that second workout in a couple of days. You got, you got fucking wired up, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fuck with me, dude. dude what what are we gonna do? Then? What, are we, what are we gonna do? Then? Mm -hmm. uh, we're gonna gonna figure it out. Uh, let's figure it out first. Yeah, yeah. All right. So we always do the the tech one shitty Yelp review of the week. Mm -hmm. So we'll ask the guests like what their favorite. Something is, I don't know, restaurant or some, somewhere that, that would have a Yelp review. I guess we, we could do it on the gym, but let's not. Yeah. But um, somewhere um, that you guys like in town or not, um, that's somewhere where you can eat. We've done get your hair cut before. Somewhere that would have a lot of Yelp reviews. All right. I got one. Go ahead. I was just, it's been on my mind since two Fridays ago. Dude. Harris Steakhouse. Oh. That 24-ounce okay. ribeye was legit. <laughs> Okay. It was good? It was good. Harris Steakhouse. Harris Steakhouse, dude. Tech one. Shitty Yelp review. Harris Steakhouse. Damn. I turned some dog's heads. Yeah, that Can that go on the Instagram video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. There. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one's way too long, dude. Yeah, pick a like fucking a novel. All right, here's, <laughs> a, here's a medium one, and this person's name is By, so that tells you something right there. And uh, she got eleven friends on here. Could be a he. It just says B I and then G, big. big. We could call them, but um, thirty nine reviews and fifty two photos uploaded. So this is a frequent uh, user. <laughs> yeah. So disappointed. We wanted to dine at another highly rated steakhouse in Reno last night and changed our booking to go to Harris instead of, uh, instead due to all these raving Yelp reviews, bad mistake. The food was very disappointing. The spinach salad was soggy and the dressing tasted very strange. My husband's filet mignon was so chewy and tough that he couldn't eat it. My sirloin was a bit better, but only average tasting. The second filet my husband received was a bit better, but still far from perfectly cooked. The The far from perfectly cooked complaint applied for both meats, the sirloin and the filet. We ordered two sides. The cream spinach was drowning in a cream sauce and super heavy. We couldn't eat it either. The best part of the food was the bread and the side of fries. 
Although the waiter apologized several times and offered my husband a free dessert, which he rejected because he had had enough of the food he tasted so far, it was a very disappointing experience. Our opinion, please choose another place for a decent steak. One star. Wow. So, no, it's curious. I don't know if we can elaborate on this real quick. Oh, yeah. Please. Um, Reviews interest me, right? Because you get, when you're the most pissed off, Mm -hmm. I think being a business owner, I just, I appreciate it more. No, so if you have a shitty experience, your knee-jerk reaction is going to leave a, a Yelp review that's, or, you know, a shitty review. And I wonder, and I, I try to be better about it, but I'm not great. But when I have good experience, leaving a positive review. Um, every time that thing clicks over, I'm like... I know, you're <laughs> like, oh, did you shut off? Did you shut off? <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, the best review is the repeat business, right? It's the mm-hmm. me telling you guys that I had a legit ass steak. Like that's the stuff that actually pays the bills, and that's why one reason probably Air Steakhouse is still an OG place in the basement there and hasn't had a restaurant well, makeover our, in thirty fucking years. I would say our waiter said that he's been working, working there, there for like thirty eight yeah, years. Yeah. He's yeah. been doing the meat business for fifty five, and he's been working there for thirty eight or something. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like I don't know. I get irritated when I see shitty reviews. Yeah. Um. But I also love the opportunity people get to fix them. So I love it when a business goes in there and you see that they rectified the situation. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. now that's for the fucking W. Yeah. Audio Express, I think it is, in downtown, uh, down South Virginia Street. Right? Yep. It's their OG. They've been here for a mm-hmm. long time. Wife's car and a new thing. And dude, you go look at Audio Express reviews. Fucking all over. The, uh, Audio Express, any audio install in town. Their reviews are all over the place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> shit for like consistent branded reviews. But Audio Express was the only one, even though they had shitty reviews, whoever manages their stuff went in there and like, hey, let me help. Let me help. How can I make it better? How can I solve your problem? Dude, I wrote them a long ass one because when I went there, I had a great experience. Mm-hmm. Everything was awesome. It was just interesting. Yeah. That's why we do it. Like, I'd like to meet that person that wrote yeah. that and like, are you a fucking uptight motherfucker that <laughs> yep. can't be satisfied? Because well, that's how it always people. is, especially right. at restaurants, dude. I, I worked at a restaurant for a long time, and it's always exactly what he said. Like, the waiter tries to make it better, and likely it's not the waiter's fault unless the service sucks. But yeah. oftentimes, you go in on a Saturday night at 6 p.m., and the restaurant is fucking slammed, and the cooks are slammed. Like, everyone's ordering food at the same time, and then you think the waiter's doing a shitty job because it's taken a long time when it's really the kitchen's backed up, and it's yeah. not even their fault, dude. They're staffed up. You think that the the manager of the restaurant doesn't know that they're going to be slammed on Saturday at 6 p.m.? Like, they got all hands on deck, and it still is just fucked yeah. no matter what. So people never take that into account. No. And then they always try to fix it, like, offered them a free dessert. They brought them a second plate. But, like, people like that no guarantee that it was probably pretty good. Like, yeah. especially on that mm-hmm. second plate where they're like, hey, <laughs> this was fucked up, or they said. I guarantee you the cook took extra time making sure it was good. And then they're still just, like, in a shitty mood. And like, oh no, it tastes like shit. Oh, well, can I get you a free dessert? Nah. Have you like, have you ever yeah. seen the movie Waiting? Yeah. You know that scene where they're doing like the pan around the restaurant and they're going over everyone's experience and the lady's super pissed about her meal. He's like, okay, I understand that, ma'am, but did you have to eat the whole thing before you told us? Always like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, like this wasn't good. It's like, dude, you fucking did <laughs> half of that already. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> crazy, dude. Yeah. People yeah. are interesting, man. We can talk about some of our bad reviews. I'll talk about a couple of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Our, our two worst reviews that we've ever had was t- from two people that we towed. 
The first person that never we stepped towed. foot in our gym, we just towed their ass because yeah. they oh went to God. us. The first person that we towed worked at the building across from us. What does towed mean? Like towed their car out of the fucking car out of our parking lot. Yeah. Oh that my shit out of And we're like, this is our parking lot. Like we have a lot of members coming in. Like you guys, you can't park here. Like this is our parking lot. And they're like, like, well, fuck you. This is our parking lot. It has been forever. And like, well, we bought the building in the parking lot. It's ours. <laughs> we actually and own they're this like, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. They're like, well, fuck you guys. And then just proceeded to go into work anyway and left their car there. And we're like, okay towed it and then she came out hella pissed left us review oh. these these motherfuckers they hate reno they're not good for the community this and that just going off about us and uh that was one and we got then, it removed because we had video footage and we had we could prove that she had never purchased a service from us yeah right so it's yeah, like, so it's like a bullshit review exactly yeah. <laughs> and there's another one another experience of this lady getting towed she went to the other side the other building across the street the the dispensary and um she got towed because we had a full parking lot she got towed and then he left and then like 30 minutes later uh i see this girl and her friend walking around the parking lot all confused i'm like oh these are them they're gonna come in hella pissed and i'm in the middle of teaching class <laughs> and she comes into the gym and she's like she comes up to me like in the middle of the class. And so I walk with her to the door and she's like, I want to speak to the fucking manager right now. And I'm like, I'm the owner. And she went, <laughs> Oh, okay. She's like, what happened to my fucking car? I'm like, well, like it's not there anymore. I'm assuming we towed it. <laughs> and she's like, why did you tow it? And I'm like, well, I'm like, are you a member here? She's like, well, no. I'm like, well, these are both of our parking lots. Like you're not allowed to and park there's here. Signs, signs everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. She parked in front of a sign that said, please do not park here. <laughs> yeah. One of those. And uh, she got towed and then she just started bawling. And she's like, how could you do this to me? Like, I hate you. I hate you. She just kept saying, like, I hate you. And then Whoa. one of our other guys was working there, came over. is like, you need to leave. And she's like, fuck you. And just going off. And then they left. <laughs> and I was like, okay, God, it's over. And then I go back to teaching class. And they come back in and she's crying. She's like, I hate you. And I had to stop teaching class and go over and help them again. And I'm like, please, you need to leave. She's like, why would you tell me? This is bullshit, this and that. And I was like, just, I'm sorry. Like, it is what it is. She's like, well... Can you pay for my towing expense? No. It's like $300. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's like, I called and she's like, it's like 300 bucks to get my car back. Can you pay for it? I'm like, no. Like, it's not how it works. How the fuck here. would you guys tow it and then pay for it too? And then she proceeded to tell us like to fuck off and all this other stuff. Then she left and I'm like, okay. And then she came back again and I'm like, fuck. So I go over to I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I'm starting to get pissed. And she's like, I fucking hate you guys. I'm like, I get it. Well, I was like, hey, what now? And uh, she's like, can you at least give me a ride? And I'm like, no. What the hell's wrong with you? And then uh, one of my buddies doing personal training, he was personal training a lawyer. And she started getting fired up. And she's like standing behind one of my buddies. She's like, you need to get the fuck out of here. And like getting all fired up. And I'm like, aren't you a lawyer? Like, don't you know how to handle this shit? And, like, then they left. And she came back again. And I'm like. I'm like, ladies, like, you guys just need to leave. I'm like, please leave. Call one of your friends, whoever it is, to come and pick you up. I'm sorry this happened. Just don't park in the parking lot anymore. Then they left us a shitty review about how we're yeah. all scumbags. And you should have just sent her the link to the Yelp, dude. Yeah. Right off the bat. <laughs> On the first encounter, be like, here's the Yelp. Like, I will never forget her asking to pay for it and then coming back and asking for a ride. I'm yeah. like, hey, yeah, I'll give you a ride. It was the most awkward drive ever. Yeah. So, uh... <laughs> Yeah. That was a nice car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was That's awesome. Dude. There's been a few doozies. You oh, we had oh we had another guy piss on our door. And a guy take a shit on the side of the building. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. A member? Not a member. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. This workout like sucks. <laughs> shit on this building. <laughs> you guys shit on me. Yeah. Shit on me. <laughs> yeah. No, there's a bum we had on video too. Just backed his ass right up to the wall. Oh, this was our opening day. Yeah, opening day at oh, Midtown. Nice. Yeah, backs his ass out. is on video. He backs it at dude. This dude needs some fiber. Yeah, <laughs> just fucking. <laughs> Yeah, all over our wall. <laughs> all we use the hashtag, like, between all the coaches, hashtag shit on the wall. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, day one, opening day, just shit. Oh, dude, it was so, they needed scrubbed with, like, a, like a fire. Yeah, me and my dad went out there with a, a putty knife. Yeah, trying to get this and, shit like, off goof the wall. Off. And Shut we're just up, scraping dude. and, like, spraying it with water. It's landing on us. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, dude. Multiple terrible. people, bums, have pissed on the building. <laughs> yeah, well... So after the towing thing, well, we got a bunch of like stickers and we put it on the window, like big orange sticker, like don't park here. Like there's signs These everywhere. These are those fuck you stickers that you can't get off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And well, he managed to get it off and then slammed it on our door and then pissed on the building. <laughs> oh, sick. And then drove off. During business hours. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, dude. This got nothing to do. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> yeah. So oh, all insane. of our like bad Yelp experiences and everything has all been from like people that aren't supposed to park there. Yeah. And we tow them or put a sticker on their window. Right now we got the fucking giant do not enter signs. I think the only bigger signs that we can do. Have you ever driven out to Susanville? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if you know, but like right there off the highway, like there are giant do not enter signs that are like the size of this room. Okay. It's like, okay, don't go that yeah. way. I think the only thing we could do now is get those. I remember yeah, pulling out the gates up and spikes. And pull, pulling out of the parking lot once and we have the do not enter signs and I'm sitting in, in the, to leave the parking lot and this lady's going to like turn and she's sitting in the lane, like where people are coming this way. Sorry. Like you can't even come in this fucking way. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> mean mugging us. Dude. Yeah. Like we're the assholes. Like this happens all the time. That's always like, someone else's fault, dude. Always. Like the lady. I hate you. How could you do this to me? Yeah. Like, oh, dude. And, and the read. person he's referring to, we went out and said, excuse me, ma'am, this is double-edged parking. You can't park here. Oh, yeah. Can you please move your car? Right. I towed her ass because she looked at me and basically said, fuck you, I'm parking here yeah. anyway, and went into her business. I was like, oh, hell no. Yeah. Called yeah. him up. Can't believe they did that. Told them right now because <laughs> well, they're going to yoga. Oh, that's right. Because they're going to be in there an hour and a half. Yet. No, most time yeah. dispensary and people, you can't get a tow truck there quick enough. And the, that's what it was. Like, the other businesses, we work pretty well with them now. But at first, because the building was empty for so long, you're just used to it. But they're going for an hour and a half yoga. You don't think I want to fucking tow your ass? <laughs> it was yeah. so funny. Yeah. Dude. So funny. Like it was like kind of stressful because I was teaching class. And like trying to deal with these people at the same time. So people are working out and I'm not coaching and I'm trying to like, these people are making a giant scene in the building. Yeah. And like, she just came in completely defeated. It's a new business, right? You just open up and you're yeah. having to tow people and deal with shitty Yelp reviews yeah. and scrape shit off the wall. Yeah. Scrape yeah. shit off the shit wall. wall, man. Yep. Shit on the wall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Should have signed him up, dude. There's, there's some Get him on that fucking opening day discount. Yeah. <laughs> it was still too much for him. That's right. <laughs> Hella good people. Yeah. yeah, you do. Even people that have quit the gym to go somewhere else for budget reasons or whatever, they still are awesome human beings. And, like, yeah. you know, double edge, we want everybody to work out there, obviously, but it's not for everybody. Right. Yeah. So we're cool with that. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, coming from Double Edge and seeing like at new kids the equipment there I'm like dude where does they get this Craigslist and shit you know like some of them are different and and then he's like no we're just spoiled we're used to it because I've never been in other gyms or 
worked out before. So to me, I was like, dude, all this other shit's like trash, you know? <laughs> Not in a bad way. Yeah, it's just yeah. like, dude, if they're on a budget, or obviously, yeah. you know. Well, we're the spoiled rich kids. I, yeah. Yeah, that's Well, right, you know, yeah. let's say a gym's got mixed match equipment like that. And again, if they're putting forth their best effort, like, you know, respect. They're still going to crush sure. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's funny because a lot of people will come to our gym first. And then we'll either end up quitting for financial reasons or whatever, or go traveling on vacation and dropping other gyms. And I remember a member a long time ago that she thought that like we were the standard, like that's how CrossFit gyms were everywhere. And she went on vacation and she went into a gym and it was like one of the back warehouse, like hella small grungy <laughs> blood and everything park. everywhere. And she said she like started crying. She's like, I can't do this. No, like 70% of our members have never, they've worked out before, but they've never um, done CrossFit before. It's new to them, right? So they don't, don't have anything to really compare with. Now with the way Reno's growing and the changes in evolution, Reno and the amount of people moving here, like we've had people, granted Bay Area pricing in general is different than Reno still. And yeah. um, they come into our gym, they're like, this is only $169 a month. I pay 250 or 300 and we all share the same toilet and three people to a bar. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, <clears throat> yeah, well, we, that is how it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, obviously, like New York is super different than. Well, yeah, there's some like, gyms in New York that well, are fucking insane. Well, yeah, we we dropped in at a couple of gyms just to go look at them, not to work out, and we were looking at some of their month to month rates. Like one gym in New York, their month to month was like four hundred and twenty five dollars a month. Damn. You couldn't do any bar muscle ups or anything. You couldn't use barbells. Everything was kettlebells and dumbbells. This is very limited um, CrossFit. Yeah, Holy tall shit. people had to go work out in a different corner because the ceilings were so low. Like one part of the room, the ceiling was a little bit higher, <laughs> kind of like like in here. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did have a barista <laughs> on your way in and out. Yeah, like but that's mixing you know, coffee month to month. So over four hundred dollars a month for that. But yeah, we'll have people come in from San Diego, and they're like, "One guy was like, dude, I would drive here from San Diego, for this <laughs> <price."> <laughs> fucking doing kettlebell swings and hitting the drop ceiling." Yeah, yeah. gosh, <laughs> there's gyms yeah. that have the tiles taken out of the areas of the drop ceiling, and the rings are hanging through that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> holy cow. Yeah, it's interesting. Wow, dude, it's crazy. Yeah, what else we got, boys? Sweet, dude. I think we could. I mean, we have more, but we're running running out, out of time, time already. But um, yeah, we got technical difficulties. Yeah, uh, fucker. You're welcome. Always do a part <laughs> two, you know. Yeah, yeah we, we should. Yeah, yeah we'll yeah. have to do that. But uh, yeah, so we'll start wrapping it up, I guess. Um, so we always ask the guests that come on. Um, so you guys are how old? You're 34 and 27. Yeah, yep. I'll be 28 next month. Damn, I'm good, dude. Damn, you are um, good, man. So That's we always weird, ask, um, <laughs> in your 34 and 27 years of life experience, what's your one best piece of life advice, one takeaway that you could give to anyone, no matter where they're at, lowest of the lows, or they're killing it already, um, no matter what they're doing, what's your best life advice for people? Besides drink water? That could be it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, going back to the beginning of my life, if I could 100% own what goes into my mouth every single day, like consciously being aware of what you eat. Like don't mindlessly eat. Dang. My, I mean, my head, I'm thinking of something way deeper. <laughs> one piece of five was only given one. I, I'm bad at shit like this. Mm-hmm. Cause I always like try and like go super he deep. One book. Yeah. One piece of life advice. One thing that I try and live by is you can learn something from every single person you meet in your life, no matter who they are, what walk of life they came from to better yourself. So try and always try and learn something from everyone. Cool. And give a fuck about your children. 
Mine? I couldn't have said it better, honestly. Yeah. You know, myself? Couldn't have said it better, guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh. What about you? Same. See? You see <laughs> exactly what I'm saying? what I was thinking, too, dude. It just did, I just was like, what they said, you know, put the quotes, if you're writing it up, put the quotes underneath what they said, you know? Oh, yeah. Fitty. Fitty. Yeah. Follow soon me. To, soon to be 75. <laughs> soon to be 75 after I complete that 75 hard. 75 cal. 75 cal. A myth, the legend. Look at these guns. Hey, <laughs> I think it grew. Yeah, dude. It did. That's right. I keep Pythons. telling them to get a scan. You're going to have to get the ink filled in. Yeah. I got I, I got a budget. You know, yeah, it's yeah, expensive yeah. for tattoos. Yeah, so. two hours later, rent shit. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah dude. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I didn't recovered. fucking charge him interest, dude. Charge him 10% a day. It was a couple of hours, dude. I know, dude. You almost had to pay an extra 60. <laughs> I, yeah. oh, I, I hit you every day with the Venmo. 60, 60, 60. I just declined, declined, declined. I did that you to Joel would, once dude. to mess with him the very first time I got Would Venmo. you request like 100000 I requested the highest amount you could. I requested 100 grand, 100 from, grand him, from Joel to see what he would do, and he denied me. Yeah, he does <laughs> that to it. me all the time. Like, yeah. hey, can you like... Fucking put the trash can out and it was Apple Pay request five thousand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised I haven't got a request from you in the gym. Well, I hey, like, oh, dude, that's ballsy. Like, you're the owners, you know. I gotta have a little more respect. Yeah, like, yeah. like we're like in a in a few months, you might, you know, when we're yeah. closer friends. Yeah, yeah. After this podcast, as okay. soon as you walk out the door, it's like five grand yeah. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when I sent him some money. I was like, inspire me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was sick because I commented on the fifty cal account. Okay, you know that when you used uh, you said fifty cal is here to get healthier. Right. Yeah. I was like, dude, that is so funny. That was sick. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, yeah, dude. anyone listening, make sure to refer me if you go to Double Edge. Refer me, not Alex. Alex really doesn't go there. That's <laughs> mm, true, dude. All right, dude. Whatever. Good one, Alex. <laughs> Let's uh, not forget to rate and review the show. And, dude, scroll down on the podcast app. Reps of Discipline is at our recommended uh, listeners. Yeah, it should really be right there. Last yeah. time I looked, you just scroll all the way down, and it says you may also be interested in this. It was like the second one. Yeah. So easy to find their podcast, Reps of Discipline. And make sure to rate our our uh, podcast. Our, 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 our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a little stomach. Uh, like, God damn it. <laughs> five stars. Leave us a funny uh, negative commented review so we can do uh, Review of the Week every week. Um, and more importantly, make sure to tell your friends about the go to bed podcast. If you get anything from this episode or any of the episodes, you laugh, you f- cry. You, what else can you do to these? I don't know. Um, get aroused. <laughs> if you had some like casual arousal, like, go ahead and tell your friend and maybe they can get aroused too. Um, go to bed. Jesus. Go to bed for everything relating to this show. And a quick shout out to our sponsors again at Walton's coffee house on Instagram for that homemade Italian food and uh, harmonious, <laughs> harmonious CBD.com use code go to bed for 10% off at uh, checkout. Yep. Anything else, 50? Uh, dude, anyone out there with a deep pocket, 100 grand for a tattoo, I'm still looking, you know, and tell a friend. Um, and also, if you guys got any fan art, you know, we need to, we need to fill up these walls. I was thinking we can get some fan art from some people, you know, some home drawings or home decor or, you know, uh, uh, if anyone out there has a 
fucked up barbell, 50 cows looking for a barbell for his outside backyard workouts. Dude. We are looking for a home barbell. I'm front snatch catch and throw over the fence. <laughs> dude. Two rounds. Front snatch catches are my favorite. They're so hard, dude. Yeah. So hard. I bet you no one in the games could be doing that right now. It's only like a Nornev thing, you know? Yeah. Nornev. Guaranteed, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking smash Biddy with that barbell when she's walking by. I'll fucking, yeah, I'll throw it at the garbage truck and shit. <laughs> <laughs> like like a three hundred spear like the movie, you know? Like the <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I was trying to throw it away. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you! <laughs> just walk away. They're like, what the fuck? Yeah. That guy with the mullet. Like, yeah. Um, all right, guys. Thanks for listening. Get a pillow on our website. Get a blanket. It's really cold. Um, and you know, go to bed. Thanks, guys. Oh, yeah. Thanks for yeah, thanks us. for coming on again. And good night. Good night. Good night. Cut that check. Cut that check. Cut that check. Cut that check. I need my check. I need my check. I need my check. I need my check.